Now, this was an absolutely shocking case that happened on December the 18th in Toronto. Um, a 59-year-old man was swarmed, it turns out, it's believed by police, was swarmed by a group of teens and killed. Um, we didn't know much about him at the time. They had a hard time reaching his family, so we didn't know a lot about who had died. And so a lot of the, obviously a lot of the talk then was about the per, the alleged perpetrators, um, a group of eight teenage girls between the ages of 13 and 16. And we'll talk about that later. But often in these cases, when the identity of the victim isn't known early, we forget about who it was that we lost here. Um, and that was 59-year-old Ken Lee. Um, why he found himself in that situation, uh, what happened, we don't exactly know. Uh, there was one witness that spoke to news organizations right after the attack who, who said that he had stepped in when this group had targeted her and tried to steal a bottle of, or had stolen a bottle of alcohol from her. Um, here's what she told Global News about the attack. And here's what a man who knew Kenley had to say about him. They, they took it already. And then and he stopped them. And then they... Uh... They stopped them, leave her alone, and then they hit him. All beating, all beating. I mean, he's very nice guy. I mean, I mean, who wants to hurt him? Learning a bit more about Ken too from a GoFundMe page set up by his sister, who um, said that it's to help with with funeral expenses. Uh, says that he was a beloved son, brother, and uncle. He was only fifty nine. He would have turned sixty last week. Uh, it referred to Ken as a kind soul saying he would help anyone in need, uh, whether a close friend or just an acquaintance, as we saw, we believe, with what happened on December the 18th. And it sort of explained that last fall he had been experiencing some bad luck, she writes, and he left home determined to get his life back on track. And that's what he was doing uh, when this happened. Now, earlier this week, a memorial was held for Lee and others at the Toronto Homeless Memorial outside the Church of the Holy Trinity in the city's downtown core. And joining me now is Jesse Grew Allen. Uh, he's part of the city's unhoused population, and he took part in Tuesday's event as well. Thanks so much for your time tonight. And I know this must be a tough time for everyone. Um, I mean, any any uh, unhoused death in uh, in our community is always a little bit tough. Um, and and January's uh, memorial was was particularly tough because we had uh, not just Ken's uh, death, uh, but also uh, a, a number of others. They uh, had it, had he uh, had he not been on the list, uh, had that murder not happened, and the news. Likely still would have made, likely still would have been all over this one for the more sensational deaths of uh, there were a couple of fires there was there was one freezing death right. um, and so those always end up a little bit difficult. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's that time of year, right? I mean, it, I guess we talk a lot about when something like this happens. We talk about the violence, right? Whether there's been an increase, whether people. Um, whether the people living unhoused feel safe, uh, whether that, mm -hmm. you know, he was living in a hotel, I guess, that had been turned into a shelter. There's lots of those. Um, but what was just, I mean, what did you have to say? You spoke, I saw you speaking at, at the memorial, probably not just about Ken, but about everything. What did you have to say? 
Um, I think a lot of my speech that day, um, I, I very rarely uh, write down any notes. Uh, and so I don't remember the the uh, gory details of what I said that day, but I, but it was um, it sort of places I, I tend to place those deaths um, at the at the feet of our elected officials and at, and at all three levels, both our municipal government. Uh, but also our uh, province and the federal government. Uh, for the past 30 years, we have consistently uh, defunded social programs, defunded any kind of social housing. Um, and that leaves us in a position then where, uh, unfortunately, people end up on the streets, uh, fall through these these gaping holes in the so-called social safety net, uh, and they end up uh, in this in this very vulnerable position where society uh, has said these people these people who are unhoused are are worthy of scorn, worthy of abuse. Uh, they are they are acceptable targets for violence, and and we see that not just in in uh, frankly in a lot of the rhetoric uh, from from news media and on social media, but also from the very actions of those of those uh, state actors uh, at all three levels of government. We see. Yeah. Uh, we see city staff or police coming through and and committing violence against uh, against large encampments or or even against smaller uh, like single tents. Uh, this, and I that mean, stuff, when when you look at what happened to Ken, role. when you look at what happened mm-hmm. to Ken Lee, I mean, I, I think it play it it speaks to what you're speaking about that um, there is this this I you know that. that he was targeted, right, to some extent, or someone was targeted there, but somehow someone felt that um, attacking Ken and the person he was with or attacking, stealing from the person he was with and attacking Ken, as at least those are the allegations, that this was um, was justified. That some, or not justified, but acceptable, that you're right, that somehow um, he, he was in a vulnerable position and he was there to be taken, or at least there to be... Um, to be targeted, and and therein lies lies the dilemma. How do you stop that? I mean, if Ken had been housed, then he wouldn't have been there. I mean, really comes to, it really comes down to like I at the at the very at the very grand scale, it is if if we did not have. If we did not have homelessness, if if we were able to uh, to very quickly rehouse people who end up falling through uh, ideally small gaps in in our uh, in our social safety sort of programs, then we wouldn't have to worry as much about people who are out on the streets. And I'm not saying that, that is by any means easy. Um, but like there is there becomes a level of um 
I don't know that I don't know that there's that much that we can that we can do to make homelessness safer other than getting like other than uh ending homelessness if that yeah. makes sense no no i know exactly what you're trying to say i mean it's um it is it is you know this is just one of those situations where you ask yourself whether the there's been an increase in violence against you know this seems like such a senseless and, and awful event and that goes without saying that you ask yourself well is there an increase in violence and if so uh by you know sort of tar- random attacks on people on the streets who are in vulnerable situations and what could you do to stop it and then i guess in this case we'll just have to see what happens with the police case and see whether the whether the um the attention given to it uh raises some questions about security yeah i think i think one of the one of the things um and i sort of alluded to it um a, a, a little earlier um is around some of the some of the rhetoric we saw uh, in the month or month and a half beforehand, there had been a couple of um, there had been a couple of attacks on the TTC, and the news was very quick to sort of allude to the fact or, or allude to this idea that the attacker may have been a homeless man. Right, um, and there was never really any concrete evidence provided that that the person was unhoused but they would the reporters would then go into the they would go into a station and they would be like so so what do you think like what do you think about safety on the TTC and they would they would print these quotes about oh well there's so much homelessness there's so much desperation there's so much and it's like that that very subtly then tells people homeless people are the problem uh and and the reason that you feel unsafe in the world and it's like no the reason that you feel unsafe in the world is because everybody is struggling right now yeah no i jesse i have to leave it at that uh thank you so okay. much and, and you know and we have to watch our words too right that's what it boils down to i agree with you <laughs> uh, i get that Jesse Grew Allen, thank you so much for your time tonight. Mm, you have a good night.